Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The dollar rallied. Stocks are slipping as the threat of war with North Korea diminishes. We've got the 10-year down 12, 30 seconds. The yield 2.26%. Gold down 12, 10 the ounce. The 12.74 down 9 tenths of 1%. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil, little changed, up 2 cents, 47.61 a barrel. We've got the S&P down half a point now at 24.65, fluctuating between gains and losses. The Dow also fluctuating up 4 to 21,998. NASDAQ down 4 to 63.35, a drop there of one-tenth of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You were listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. The time is 2.48 on uh, Wall Street, 11.48 on the West Coast. The following is from Bloomberg View. Opinions and commentary from Bloomberg columnists. I'm Justin Fox, a columnist for Bloomberg View. When the Black Death came to Europe in the mid-1300s, it took about a third of the continent's population with it. The immediate economic and societal effects were devastating, and the economic hangover lasted for decades. But even as follow-on epidemics of the bubonic plague swept through the continent, something interesting began to happen. Wages rose, peasants forced an end to serfdom across much of Western Europe, and labor shortages begat new improved agricultural practices and other innovations. So if you sharply decrease the supply of labor, even if overall demand goes down, things can be pretty great for the remaining laborers. This happens to be, in its simplest form, the economic argument for restricting immigration. It can come at a high cost in terms of economic growth, probably too high. But labor shortages do have their good sides, too. I'm Justin Fox, a columnist for Bloomberg View. For more Bloomberg opinion and commentary, please go to BloombergView.com or ViewGo on the Bloomberg Terminal. This has been Bloomberg View. Bloomberg View commentary is going to be heard every weekday at this time, also at 548, 848, and 1148, Wall Street time. So, Caroline, yesterday I, I had the, the pleasure last night sitting down with uh, Andre Godala and Steph Curry, NBA champions, uh, both of them uh, either MVPs or finals MVPs, about this event that they're doing here in our Pier 3 uh, uh, Bloomberg San Francisco Bureau uh, called the NBA Players Technology Summit, and I began by asking them, asking Steph, why he's doing this. Creating a nice, uh, you know, opportunity and an environment where we can kind of bridge the gap between sports and, and tech and, and uh, all the uh, the resources we have here playing, you know, right in Silicon Valley's backyard. So, um, you know, Andre and I have, you know, uh, he has a little bit more experience in the, in the space, but I'm, you know, uh, here and now. So to be able to bring these athletes and influencers and um, these VCs and tech, tech CEOs into one space to create that networking opportunity and uh, see how many ideas start to flow from that should be awesome. Well, a few years back when you were a free agent and, and thinking about coming to Golden State, looking at other teams, I've talked to people who manage other teams who've told me that the Bay Area was interesting to you because you were interested in thinking about your post-playing career and investing. Well, I think as an athlete, you try to find markets where obviously the athletic side is appealing and you see a lot of promise there. And I saw a promising uh, young group of basketball players who I felt like I could help and enhance to try to win a championship. And then you see the other side where Silicon Valley's been there for, you know, ups and downs um, of tech and it was on the up and up. So. You know, it was a perfect marriage of those two things with being uh, on the court and off the court for me to enter into. And so, who's invited to this event? Uh, you know, mostly, uh, we got about 25 um, 
well-known figures, a lot of basketball players, and some uh, people from some other other spaces in the world. So um, it's it's a good group of, of people that hopefully can make a difference with the uh, information that's going to be spread. And we have uh, we've been invited a lot of women's athletes, yes. and, and that's been uh, one of the key things that we try to go after is women in tech. They have a huge influence, uh, not just on other women, but on everyone in the world. So uh, I think we have Allison Felix who's coming, and we've invited a lot of female athletes. When we continue to grow this thing, we want to have just as many women as men. Obviously, you want to invest in things so you can make a lot of money. That's the purpose of investing, right, to take a little money and make more, to take a lot of money and make a lot more. But also, there are other things that come along with that. It sounds like inclusiveness is something you're thinking about. When we talk about influence, it is the top athletes in the world. And you're looking at one of the guys, the guy next to me, who, you know, his influence just, a lot of people say it just came out of nowhere. But um, I feel like his influence started when he was a kid, and he was kind of groomed for this. Um, talk about uh, Justin Thomas. I mean, we're big golfers, and how he was groomed for he's that. I feel like Steph was groomed to be a great basketball player and a great influencer as far as what he's, his abilities on the court and what he represents for his brand off the court. And all of these brands want a part of that, and we kind of look at that look at it as the new endorsement. It's just not going to be that simple transaction where you put my name on something and I get a check to do it. It's it's a partnership, and then there's equity involved, and we want to take it a step further. So there's a huge education piece to this as well we want to tell our fellow athletes. Well, I, I've heard some stories that this is, you know, it's not talking about girls or video games and cars in the locker room, that this is the kind of stuff that's talked about in the locker room these days between, you know, between you guys and on this team. Is that the case? It is. I mean, you look at our home games, you look across, around the front row, and you see all the uh, It's hilarious. Big names. We did this once. We went around, looked at the front row, and sort of picked out the people. <laughs> this is a VC. That's the CEO yeah. of this company. That guy used to be the CEO of that company. That's another VC. There's a venture, you know, there's, there's a, a hedge fund guy. Yeah. That's what it's like down in, well, in Oracle Arena. That's a, uh, obviously a great place to network when you see those guys come watch us play. We get to uh, tap into their world a little bit. Um, that's part of the conversation, you know, who's who that showed up tonight and if anybody has connections or history or, um, or anything, you know, with those kind of guys. And, um, you know, Andre's done a great job of putting on an event just for the players of the Warriors last year to, to create another kind of uh, environment in that space. And, um, and yes, yeah, so that's a huge benefit of, of playing here. You know, quick drive from Silicon Valley, you can come watch us play, but we still get to, you know, partake in that, uh, that networking opportunity um, and, and learn from those guys. Uh, I want to ask you about some of the investments that you're in. Because I think it's interesting. You're invested in Pinterest. How did that happen? What's, what, what, do you, what did you see in that that you thought was valuable? Well, something I used and something my wife used. And uh, for me, it was an opportunity that uh, was a couple years back, uh, a way to just kind of get some skin in the game. Um, it's not something I'm involved with day to day, but uh, just to see it, the growth of the company and have uh, you know, that, that feedback of, you know, uh, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, seeing how the, the company's doing and, and uh, keeping track on that. So uh, that kind of was actually, besides my uh, company, I started with uh, with my business partner at, at Slice. That was one of my other early investments that uh, you know, I can kind of follow and and, uh, and grow with it. So uh, it's been fun uh, learning from that, and, and, and hopefully I can uh, continue to grow uh, my expertise in, uh, in the investing game. And, and you're all over the place in some of your investments. I mean, last time I talked to you, we talked about a, a, a skincare product shaving company that you mm-hmm. invested in. You invested in a company called TrueMid, which sounds like it's competing with Bloomberg in some ways. Uh, you know what this is? like a bond trading? Yes, uh, um, a bond trading um, platform, and you can do it mobily across your phone. And um, when you think about tech, 
you think about Silicon Valley, you think about disruption, you think about efficiency, um, and that's what Truman is. And bond trading hasn't changed since the beginning of time. You know, you sign a piece of paper and then you hand it to someone else, and then right. you think about, you know, the Eddie Murphy movie trading places and the beginning scenes where the papers flying everywhere. Which was so true that, yeah. <laughs> right. It's more so, entertaining when Eddie Murphy does it, but everything he does is more entertaining. Right. So that was. Um, Something that was approached to me of how to uh, disrupt that market, and uh, the vision was great by Ronnie Mateo, who, who was, uh, started the, who, who actually started it. So um, we, I've had a really good conversations with him about that, and that's how I got into that. And uh, this whole thing for me pretty much started with an E-Trade account, um, and I started investing in a lot of tech companies and that, and that's what drove my business partner uh, Rudy Klein Thomas and myself into this space. So it was a perfect marriage for us to be, you know, uh, aligned with a company like Truman. And that was Andre Iguodala, uh, along with Steph Curry, uh, both of the Golden State Warriors, both re-signing with the Golden State Warriors. So we've got plenty more basketball and Silicon Valley investing with, from them to come. Just amazing. Andy Murray here in the UK is a big investor in startups as well. So it crosses the pond too, Corey. Uh, yeah, no, it's interesting to see these athletes who are obviously top of their game quite literally, but also, you know, our excellence is what they do, not just yeah. on the court, but also what they pursue in their investments. And it's really fun talking to them about that, not least of which because I enjoy them on the court so much. All right, you listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg. <laughs> 